You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious, we are still alive. It's March 12th, 2022. And this is episode 102, for heaven's sake. Fellas, 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 how are you? Great. Fantastic. All you know, right. this, this is like two years ago, the pandemic started tomorrow or something like that, right? The yeah, 13th, right. and everything yeah, shut yeah. down. We went from living, you know, kind of a weird normal life to there's no one on the roads. Yeah. Yeah. And am I going to have food? Right. It doesn't seem like two years ago, but then sometimes it does seem like two years ago. It, you know, know, it seems whenever whenever I talk to anybody about something that happened in the past, it's like, oh, yeah, do you remember the time we went to? Yeah, what was that, like three years ago? No, it was 12 years ago. Wow. You know, and, right. and I'm just like, was that 10 years ago? No, it was that was last year. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I know what you mean. We lost. We lost I do that, time. I do that with when when pe- famous people die. Like, I'll. I'll, I'll uh, I'll read. When did Billy Preston die? It seems like it was five years ago. No, like 2002 or Billy something. Billy Preston died? Yeah. Or two thousand? See? Or 2005 or something. Yeah, like years ago. Okay, wait. Know you know died. what? I, I forgot. This is episode 103. Oh, no. Yeah. 103. 103. Oh, no. 102 was, uh, yes, March 5th. Sorry about I that. I didn't want to correct you guys because this, you know, this would be our, our uh, St. Patrick's Day episode then. Tell us about St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> Kelly. What is, what's, it, what's it all about? St. Patrick's Day is all about drinking and chasing snakes out of your country with a whistle. Mm. Am so I that, wrong? That, so we'd be going to the, you know, the Republican, uh, local Republican headquarters. <laughs> Get out of our country. Go back to where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blow my whistle. St. Patrick's Day. Snakes and blowing whistles, right? Well, St. Patrick was the guy with the, with the flute who, who chased the snakes out of Ireland, wasn't he? I don't know. He How was not there? He I'll look that up. I'm when was this? No, but no, he lives a long time ago. St. Patrick got rid of all the snakes in Ireland. So the story goes. And so they celebrate him. And I don't know what it's got to do with drinking. <laughs> uh, I, 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 yeah, I was going to say, John, let's get Jennifer to look that up. But I wonder how Jennifer's doing, you know? She was with us for like three years ago for about three episodes. I hope she's three, okay. Three years ago. I think it was a year ago. Wasn't it? No, no, it wasn't during the pandemic. I know that. Uh-huh. No, she got I, a better offer. Um, <laughs> just working for Joe Rogan, though. Yeah, any offer is a better offer. So no, there's this club by the highway that she's working at. You know, is well, stop. Well, is this strip <laughs> stripper place, right? Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is celebrated annually on March 17th, the anniversary of his death in the 5th century. The Irish have observed this day as a religious holiday for over a thousand years. It falls That's during, a, yeah, it falls during the Christian time. season of Lent. Uh, Irish families would traditionally attend church in the morning and celebrate in the afternoon. Uh, Lenten prohibitions against the consumption of meat were waived and people would dance, drink, and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. Mm-mm. You're happy in the morning, and now you're feeling blue. Yeah, he Come is on the... and set your... Sing it with me, John. <laughs> Come on and set your arse your down. down. and have, have yourself, yourself a, brew. a brew. You walked here from, from Clarney, and, and now, now you know it's true. true. You suck, suck the, the cock of an Irishman before the night is So St. Patrick was born in Roman Britain. He was kidnapped and brought to Ireland as a slave at the age of 16. He later escaped, but returned to Ireland and was credited with bringing Christianity to its people. Oh, my. Um, Let's see. The most well-known legend of St. Patrick is he explained the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, using the three leaves of a native Irish clover, the shamrock. Blah, hmm. blah, blah, St. Augustine, Florida, Irish soldiers. Nah, nah, nah. I don't see anything about snakes. Well, what the hell's going on? Yeah. What know. about you the know, there, there was Yeah, there are so many stereotypes about the Irish, aren't there? And I'm just trying to figure out how many are true. Like any person from Ireland I talk to, I say, you guys drink a lot. And they're like, oh, yeah. There's <laughs> no like, oh, we drank. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who had a drinking problem, right? And uh, his wife, I'll tell you guys who it was. You know who it was. His wife would, would say, listen, you are drinking too much. He goes, his excuse is always, hey, I'm Irish, okay? 
<laughs> I have to. <laughs> huh. Why? Why did the what? What's what's up with the English English and the Irish not liking each other? Why was one? I mean, I never got that quite. What was it all about? Wars religion? and wars and stuff. Uh, yeah, is religion and conquest. So the the English are Protestant, the Irish are Catholic, and they don't like oh. each other for that kind of stuff. And well, it depends on which Ireland. Northern Ireland is part of Britain, isn't it? Well, and yeah. it's Pro- and it's Protestant. And so they yeah. fight yeah, the yeah. Catholics and there's, there's a, you know, their books have been written on the topic. I can't get into oh, that on, on this thing. I just here. don't understand. What is it, you know, why we but I got my, I got this data from the history channel. So it's probably oh, not oh. a total lie. Oh, is this, is this St. Patrick again? Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm just, I'm just quoting my. Was there a bad book. snake problem? That's what I'm trying to think. Why was, why all of a sudden was there a snake problem? And, and what were the snakes doing that they had to get rid of them? I thought snakes ate like rodents and shit like that, you know? So what's the problem with having a few snakes? If, uh, well, I think the snakes were, the snakes were conspiring to infect all the potatoes and kill them. Yeah. It could be. Oh. Uh, among the legends associated with St. Patrick is he <laughs> stood know. atop an Irish hillside and banished snakes from Ireland, prompting all servants to slither away into the sea. In fact, research yeah. suggests snakes never occupied the Emerald Isle in the first place. There are no signs of snakes in the country's fossil record. Well, maybe he water has good. surrounded Ireland since the last glacial period. Before that, the region was covered in ice and would have been too cold for the reptiles. Well, there you go. It's a crock of shit. <laughs> I mean, geez, I mean, you know, don't start a rumor like that, you know, because maybe I don't go to Ireland because of the snakes. The first St. Patrick's Day parade was held in America. The Irish we like were once parades. scorned in America. Well, they yeah. still are. That's true. They were, yeah. Why? It seems like it's, okay, so. What did you there guys was do? A, there was a potato blight in 1845, which caused widespread hunger like potato blights do. And approximately 1 million people died. Another 2 million people left their land in the largest single population movement of the 19th century. Most of these exiles, nearly a quarter of the Irish country, came to America. Once they arrived, they were looked down upon as disease-ridden, unskilled, and a drain on welfare budgets. My God. And corned beef and cabbage was an American innovation. I'm just shocked that a million people, I didn't know that. That's a lot a of boats. people. That, that's a, a lot of people, man. Well, wow. That's a lot of boats coming no, over. No, the dead. Um, no, a million people died that's in Ireland. Saying. Yeah, no, so you're if, saying now you're talking about boats bringing the bodies to America. Nah, well, yeah. yeah so yeah, if, if two million see. people is twenty five percent, that means they were there's a total of eight million people in the country. So one eighth died. Man, that's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, uh, I didn't know that. Well, then I think I think they were really dependent on potatoes, and I. So they, would they die of hunger, disease? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, yeah, they didn't have any. Wow. Then that was their main staple. They wow. don't have. They didn't have. And livestock? I think. What I don't understand. I don't, okay, I'll look that up next. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, uh, why couldn't they just eat snakes? That's what welcome, they should have done. To, welcome to Danny University. <laughs> I'm <laughs> typing in Danny. Shit. I'm, yeah, yeah. There'll be there'll be a there'll be a story about a white suit I shit in. <laughs> oh man, I, I wish there I wish there was. <laughs> hey, just off totally off the subject here. I don't know why yeah. I've got yeah, shit on. I got shit on my mind here. Um, how do you long? How long does it? You do you think it takes for you to eat something for it to pass? Because I got an idea. You know, those little tags that you get on like, you know, you know, that bread, you know, the little plastic ones that, you know, and they have a date on. What if you swallow one of those, right? Right? Yeah. And you then shit it out and it'd have the date. You would know how long, right? That your shit was in there. You don't have to. Said, you know, you're you're implying that it goes in and out like clockwork. Like maybe that little that little tag is bigger than I'd want to swallow. What if it got stuck somewhere sideways yeah. for a couple of days? Or you're stressed and and things aren't working as quickly. Yeah, it gets mm. get caught in one of your little diverticuli and it's like a little waving flag. Well, if, is, if that's getting caught flag. in a diverticuli, you got a bigger problem. Okay, well, maybe maybe it's a good thing. I think I don't know. It could be, well, then you get a smaller tag. Maybe you cut it in half or you cut it a quarter and you put a tiny little date on it. And then you know, I would like to know how long, you know, my bacon and eggs is going to go. Takes long for that bacon and eggs today. How yeah. long is that going to get out? When, when, John's when? looking it up right now. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm 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 doing one of those on the school bus on the way to school book reports, so I can tell you all about the damn <laughs> potato famine. 
Hey, don't laugh. That's probably some of the, my better grades where there was ones that I yeah. just, just, you know, long it. You were, you, you were probably so good. You'd, you'd actually read the novel on the bus and then write the book report. <laughs> You're talking okay. about John, of course, not me. Yeah, no. All right. So here's the deal. I just so bullshit. The Irish ate a lot of potatoes and they had, you know, people. Is this going to answer farms. my shitting question? It's going to, it's going to help. So the, imagine you're an Irish landowner and you also let some Irish families, you know, grow their own potatoes on your land. So everybody's farming, everybody's doing, you know, potatoes because it's a nutrient dense crop. It's easy to grow. It does well in the soil. Everybody loves potatoes. A typical family, typical kind of poor family in Ireland eats eight pounds of potatoes a day. Yeah. Family or yeah. a person? A family. Um, well, that's not unheard of. A typical f- family that, you know, is like a sharecropper yeah. family consumed about eight pounds of potatoes per person per day. Okay. An amount that probably provided about 80% or more of all the calories they consumed. So then this this disease came on and wiped out the potato, potatoes and the, you know, the plants were screwed. And so they tried, the English tried to, you know, send them some grain and there was a famine and then there was nationalism and blah, blah, blah. And everybody started dying. So people got the hell out of there. Wow. Yeah. They, they died from starvation or from typhus and other famine related diseases. What's typhus? Uh, It's a shitting disease. Mm -hmm. I had that. Yep. Yeah. There you go. You know, that's the thing, Danny, what if you had, what if you had some old timey disease like typhus or you know <laughs> cholera diphtheria or whatever i mean you go yeah, to the doctor you and you'd that? say i f- i feel bad and the guy would be like oh you know i think it's i think it's stress and and probably ibs and you maybe i need to give you some xanax they like they wouldn't be looking for diphtheria. bubonic the plague stuff. yeah why not because, know, because it's not doesn't exist now yeah how so do I, we know well see i know a thing about doctors let me tell you Here's what you need to know about doctors. They know what they know. And if you go to a doctor and you say, I got a problem, that physician is going to funnel his diagnosis, you know, prognosis. Yeah. Yes. Into his own lens. Like my dad was a, was a kidney doctor. So anything that was the matter with you, you know, it was his kid, your kidneys. Kind of, oh yeah. Mm, it's probably, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe it's that, you know, it's like, I don't mm. understand how this elbow pain is related, but you know, all right, let's operate. And uh, so that's that's what I think. You'd have to go to somebody who is willing to say, "Hmm, I need to, I need to run some tests that that aren't in your insurance plan to figure out what's wrong with is you." Is there a test for diphtheria? I'm gonna go look on my little sheet that sure. I have. Sure. Yeah. I'll tell you something. This happened to my wife. Yeah, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, she uh, developed whooping cough, and she and she went to the doctor, like a couple of doctors, and they're like, "Well, don't don't know what it is," and they're like. And her mom said, said, honey, that sounds like whooping cough. What you, what's going on with you? So she went to another doctor and she said, you know, told him the symptoms and, and he listened. He said, he said, oh, my God. And it was almost like probably had to go look in a textbook, you know, what whooping cough is like. And she had it and she was vaccinated against it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where, now, where would you get that if it doesn't exist? That's my whole no, point. Kids, kids have whooping cough all the time. Oh, they do? No. Yeah. I don't think whooping cough is rare. I'm going to look that up next. Diphtheria, you just you usually decide if a person has diphtheria by looking for common signs and symptoms. Being swabbed the back that of your mean? Uh, That's what everything is. Well, duh. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you take you take some they do a bacterial Fucking test. Doctors. I, no no offense to your dad, but you know what? I I don't I, you know, yeah, yeah. it's a racket. Yeah. There was yeah. some they advertised this this drug for dry eye on TV all the time, right? And I swear to god it starts with what are the symptoms of dry eye? <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> okay, so Danny, what? Whooping cough, also called pertussis, is a common disease in the United States. There are peaks in reported cases of pertussis every year and frequent outbreaks. In 2012, which is what, about 10 years ago? The largest peak in recent years, states reported 48,277 cases of pertussis. Really? Yeah. During pertussis outbreaks, the primary goal is to protect babies from getting sick and dying. A second uh-huh. goal is to protect people of all other ages. So there you <laughs> do, go. Do, do adults die from it? I wonder. 
it's a horrible thing to watch. I'll tell you that. I tell you, you know what? Adults die from everything. Um, Don't tell me that. CDC yeah. recommends that pregnant not women a good thing to say. Tdap vaccine during each pregnancy. Really? Yeah. We got all our vaccines right for that, right? We got that was one know, of them. Maybe, you know, maybe right? uh, maybe Kelly's spouse turned down the Tdap vaccine and then then got it. <laughs> I don't know. No, she was vaccinated as a child. Yeah. Well, no, this is this is during each pregnancy. Each pregnancy. Wow. I see. I've never heard of that. They no, they recommend no. getting getting the the but you know shot what, for each. Here's yeah. They I mean on this CDC website they do. But you know what? Do any either of you remember anything about your wives' pregnancies and their medical stuff and what they had to go through? Or are you just thinking, oh shit? You know, I gotta, I, I remember. I've got to do more I'm, dishes because she's so. She's so tired and all that no, kind of stuff. You don't, you don't I, remember I'm all a compassionate person and I love my wife and I support oh. her. I don't, I guess I'm the oh, only shit. one. Uh, it's okay. yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Eh? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I remember all of the shots she got and I, you know, I remember all yeah, the I vitamins she was taking. My but, wife ended up with diabetes during it. You know? <laughs> now Which that is. I think of it. Yeah. No, it's right. called gestational diabetes. She, she got it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Dolly I, shot. I just remember. I was so glad I did not have to go through it. That's what I remember the most. Um, pertussis or pregnancy? pregnancy? Both, actually. Um, yeah. I yeah. hear you. I, I, I'm glad I didn't that, have to that was That doesn't look like fun to me, you know? No, no. But being a woman, there's nothing about a woman. I, there's nothing, I mean, other than, you know, you can play with yourself and probably have a good time. But other than that, there's nothing about being, you know, a woman that. Well, let's, I, let's, let's, let's straighten that out. It's, it's not about being a woman. <laughs> what you're, what you're trying to say is that women don't, women don't have it easy when it comes to biology. How about that? Yeah. Uh, or, I'd say or, that's your safe are you talking to say about that. glass ceiling or are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scales, there's a lot of things. Or are you talking about? I can, I can just write things. It isn't just biology, but that is one of them, right? Listen, I get, you know, I, I just don't, don't, don't see the, you know, the appeal. Sorry. What would you, Danny, what would you do if you were a woman living in Texas and you wanted to get an abortion and the governor said, no, 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 we don't do that anymore? Uh, well, I would have probably already moved out of Texas anyway, because, um, you know, I think that uh, if I was a woman, uh, I would go to the place that treated me the most equal across the board. And I don't think that's Texas, but that's just me. So right, I would. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, that brings up the thing. Well, you know you would leave your home. What if that was the place that you love? Because it, everything else is great. You got your friends and your family and great weather and, you know, a decent yeah. restaurant. Or you're, too and, poor, or you're too poor to buy a plane ticket or a bus ticket or get a U-Haul. I think what I would do is nowadays you can find, you know, places, sympathetic guy, people. You could find guy somebody. A guy. Right. And in it's a not van. in a, yeah, but it's not a van. It's, it, there's going to be, there's too much, there's too much, uh, Compassion you know, I think this, th you know what strikes me is this would be a great job for your mom. She just goes to Texas in a driving a van, like you know, the women's care van, and then she's just <laughs> like, "Okay, we're all we're all going to Louisiana. Come on, get get in, or we're going to go to Oklahoma, some of the more you know <laughs> liberal territories." And she's driving these, you know, mothers in trouble. And yeah, keep going, John. Keep keep stirring that big shit bucket. No, no. Yeah, and, and while yeah, she's while she's driving, she could be she could be sharing the the word with them as she's going. It'd be like it would be like a little. I, I just think she would love that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think she and she'd have a lot of people just wanting to get in that van. What are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> what are you crazy? This is a van. This is a van headed for New Mexico. Come on, yeah, everybody. <laughs> We're going to Mexico. No, 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 no. You know. No, no, I don't know. I, that's a really interesting question because that is going to happen or it's happening. I, I heard a thing on the radio. This lady was talking about how it's, you know, people say, we'll just leave Texas. And they're like, we well, you can't, everybody can't just leave. You know, we've got jobs, we've got lives, we've got that kind of stuff. And the federal government needs to step in and do something or whatever. But yeah. I don't think the federal government's going to do it. It's going to be state government and you're going to, yeah, you're going to think the Fed, I don't think the federal government is going to do anything about abortion because I realized it was either last year or 10 years ago. I can't remember time, but the Supreme Court's mostly Catholic. Yeah, really? Yeah, the Pope says, yep. you know, don't do that stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, it's going to take another. And our California senator, uh, Diane Feinstein, she's 193 years old, so she's not going to do anything either. Well, we don't want to wake her. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's going to be an interesting. There's going to be a, a, a shift eventually. You know, I don't know if I'll be around to see it, though. Hopefully for everybody, it'll, it'll work itself out. I really do think the state rights are going to be um, dictating a lot of things because that's the way the, the new, the new perspective is from either the Supreme Court yeah. or just, and that's I mean, going to change. And I don't I know. I like that. the I mean, idea of states' rights, but just not when they're dumb states. Well, that's, right. you, know. you know, be smarter states. And what I don't understand is the economics of it. That's what, you know, because I don't, I'm sure you guys have read it's the, you know, how many people are leaving the state of California and they're the, the, the most populous states that they're going to, believe it or not, are Texas, Florida, North Carolina, I think, or something like that. So is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I don't know, but are they? No, I, are, I think there's, are, I think there's some really? hype about that. Somebody sent me a note and they were like, oh, all these people are leaving California. They love Trump and they're going to, other states, whatever. And I, I actually Googled that and I'm, I'm tired of Googling now, but um, <laughs> the number of people that the net number of people leaving California is no different. It's mostly just like people, you know, the, the number of people that come in versus the number that go out. It's, it's not that big a deal. People are leaving California because of taxes and prices and, you know, things like that. And there's some, there's some political shit going on, but there's also a ton of people as always that come to California because this is where, you know, jobs are. Well, and not only that, I constantly, I'm always looking at real estate, you know, in a number of places in California, I'm going to tell you guys, houses don't sit on the market long. I don't care if it's a, you know, $400,000 home or a $2.2 million home. They're gone. So if people are leaving, right? Somebody's coming. Them? Somebody's buying these houses. Yeah. No. Somebody is. And then, okay, you could say, well, then maybe they're renters. Well, if you're renting, right, then you would think that the rental market would be dropping. No, rental market's going up too. You know, you can't, you know, the prices yeah. have gone up. You can't find, you know, places. So, I don't know if all these people are leaving, then who the hell's buying all these houses, right? And I'm not talking about good, I mean, good deals. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about premium prices, yeah. right, per, mm -hmm. per square foot. I don't get it. And I mean, but that's just, that's everywhere though. If you look at, you know, look at the cost of a home in Florida, I mean, it's going through the roof. It has, you know? So somebody is moving into there too. So, you know, uh, where has, I would love to know where, housing prices have dropped in the last five years uh, uh kiev ukraine yeah it's, it's yeah yeah the other that other city that's getting bombed by those guys i think um places that are were wiped out by hurricanes and floods and oh yeah paradise california the town that used to exist before the fire probably probably mm -hmm. pretty sweet deal to buy something there yeah, yeah but you yeah. watch that you're gonna somebody's gonna say I'm going to buy a, you know, three acres for $39,000 and I'm going to build myself a home. And there's and nothing then, to burn. then when you get burned out again in 10 years, you know, boohoo. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, the, that's the thing. Like you buy a beach house, you buy a house in a high risk fire district, you buy a house on the side of a volcano and stuff like that. You know, don't, don't expect pity shit. Well, how do yeah. I do that though? What if you say, I, I want to live by the beach. I want to live in the mountains where there's fires. Well, well then I, you say, you know, I'm going to pay a ton for insurance. And when it gets wiped out, it's going to be like a California earthquake insurance. Well, all that stuff that's breakable. Yeah. We're not paying for that. And, oh, you know, your structure. Eh, okay. But you know, all the more I, reason to purge, purge. Yeah, I, purge. yeah. Yeah. Get a boat, go out to sea, whether, whether the storm out there on the, on the, high seas you don't have to worry about oh, that reminds me did you guys see did you see the boat rage on television no oh. you didn't hear about this i can't remember what it was, it was like, like newport beach or something which was is, it rage or did the guy steal the boat i saw the boat crashing it in right a bunch of stuff yeah. right but what he did was he stole the boat but then he got angry right this guy was wanted for something so he hopped mm -hmm. on a boat which by the way I guess you just leave the keys in the ignition on a boat. I mean, I guess you don't expect. No, they, no, they leave it in the little cup holder next to the ignition. The beer holder. Yeah. Put it in the okay. beer holder. And then when you put the like seagull poop cover on it, no one will figure out that the keys are there. 
well, this guy got on this boat and then tooled around the harbor or whatever, and then just went on just started crashing into boats and crashing into docks and then backing up and going to, and I'm like, that's got to be the first case of boat rage or waterway rage. I don't yeah. know what, harbor rage. But I'm thinking, okay, you're in a boat, right? Why don't you just take off? Just go to going, listen, if I'm going to steal a boat, why am I going to crash? I'm going to go, I'm going to see if how far the Coast Guard is going to chase me. I'm going, I'm going to, you know, Cabo, I'm taking it off. Right. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to crash a boat? What is that going to do? Right. Yeah. You could have been out there. He could have been out there for hours, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was kind of fun. I was like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen this kind of rage. You know, you see these chases and road rages all the time, whatever, but not on a boat, you know, yeah. California land of first. I thought, wow. it was, I thought it was really amazing that the boat smashed that those other boats like it did. Like I, I would think, like if you had a and kept going, yeah, kind of a medium sized yacht, you know, and you hit a sail, a smaller sailboat that, you know, they'd kind of bounce against each other. And this thing just crushed it. Yeah. And then he backed up and, you know, turned around and smashed something else. Hey, John, well, was, the, a, was the boat he was, he was driving damaged when it was running into the other boats? I'm, I'm sure, sure somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Not but to the was, point but of it sinking. Was big. No. Yeah. But I mean, it was a, it was a. John, you just, gave, just gave me an idea. Yeah. How you know how you when you were doing your traveling down south and you'd go to the the tour of destruction the tour of destruction can mm-hmm. you imagine doing that on the uh, out on the ocean or out on the, oh, the harbor man. and you that, get people circled around and you bring all these shit ton boats or whatever and you got you know like the equivalent of a school bus like when some old fishing mm-hmm. schooner or whatever and you yeah. just start crashing right and then you know it's sinking. <laughs> Then you got, you know, do you save the people or do you like it? No, no, the, 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 you, right. you get the uh, L.A. County lifeguards to actually do something. They're like, woohoo, let's go save them. Get on the jet ski, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, you I, can make wonder, a lot of money doing oh, that. People, man, people would love that. I just wonder, do you go do that in in the marina or, you know, like, or do you just hold it right off shore of the Venice Pier, you know, Santa Monica Pier, something like that? Yeah. And then you put up little, you know, buoys around. So you've got the ring, right? You've got whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the arena, yeah. whatever. You, you, have, you have, like, I have my, you know, my ski boat that's not really supposed to be on the ocean, but I put a giant girder <laughs> in the front of it to just try <laughs> to pierce the side of larger boats. And then some guys there in his like refurbished coast guard, whatever. And he's just crushing people and he's going to win. And then the two of us, you know, can I, can I stick my pole through his engine? (laughs) And that would be the name on the side of my boat. Stick my pole. (laughs) So I would say play it. I would say play it safe and just get the video game. Or you get some of those. uh, Do you remember when you were younger, they had those, um, bumper boat like an inner tube with a plastic insert and so you sit there and you've got like a no basically a weed eater with handlebars and there's propeller on it so you could just turn it to we're, left we were right. a poor family john we weren't we weren't no no, no. you'd doc- go somewhere we you, you, wouldn't own, you wouldn't own this you just oh. go somewhere and you know be oh. like you know like a you know a place where you place yeah well you know how you rent paddle paddle boats yeah. and stuff like that so they they would <clears> have those kind of things too and you just yeah. bump into each other and it was yeah what if that some poor sucker showed up in a paddle boat for the tour of destruction on water? <laughs> and, he, and yes, how do, you, how do you survive that? <laughs> no, you make sure you make sure you got a damn life jacket on. <laughs> you know, you no, know, you carry a lance with you, just hoping that you'll stab them before they hit you. And you'll oh, how about back. one of those? How about one of those hooks, like with a rope, and you just throw it on the over somebody's rail, and they're actually. <laughs> going at a good clip and, and they just <laughs> launch your see I, I, I think they, yeah go no i was just gonna say education and you know wonderful ideas for entertainment that's yeah, what the podcast bring brings you i'd like to i'd like to have like present a big troop of a big group of navy seals saying okay punk them and just say you're gonna have to learn to use these paddle boats this is how we're doing amphibious landings from now on and just punk the shit of them they're like what (laughs) just get in there and start paddling why do i I get why do i get the yellow boat i don't want the yellow paddle you have them in the the yellow in the tour of destruction and they're you're like they don't know that there's going to be you know in five minutes there's a demolition derby on the water and so they're (laughs) they're wearing their navy seal shit paddling like crazy and here comes some guy in an old, you know, fishing boat <laughs> yeah. trying to run him over. Yeah. 
I'd watch that game. Yeah. This is entertainment. This is yeah, we need to this call, is American uh, entertainment, right? At, we right need to call Fox and get it on right after <laughs> American Idol or something. Yeah. Aye, aye. What else is going on? How you been, John? I've been looking for work. I've been interviewing furiously. I saw earlier this week, you know, one of those things pop up online. Like, are you having trouble landing a job? Do you want to increase your number of offers and blah, blah, blah? Listen to my free seminar. So it's one of those things where you listen to something and at the end. He says, you know, for only $3,000, I can help you. And if you pay 5,000. So when that happened, I clicked it off. But before that, it, you know, gave me some good tips. Like, don't just try to get any job, try to get a job better than you think you should like, you know, punch up, don't punch down. He said, so I went into LinkedIn and turned off my, I'm looking for work, you know, flag on my picture and all that kind of stuff. And then should I got three interviews this week? Right on. Yeah. By turning that off alone? No, by also by being awesome and, and, you know, applying to a bunch of shit and calling people and that kind of thing. But yeah, they, they did coincide. You know what? I should, you know what? I'm, I'm going to ask you for your assistance. I should, I'm not on LinkedIn. I should get on LinkedIn. Oh and, shit, you should. And yes. then just start putting myself out there because I don't need a job yet, but maybe I should do that and see well, what, see what the world will throw me my way. Okay. Well, I, here's, here's one I haven't the... changed jobs, John, since 1978. Well, let's see. Clinton was president. That's how long this is. Was it 92? Yeah. That's, really? that's a long time. I have not, I've not changed jobs. And so I, first of all, I don't even know what a resume is. I mean, the wooden one I have is beautiful, but you know, <laughs> I was telling, I was telling this, this woman, I went yesterday, I went downtown and met with this place that makes uh, cartoons or something. And it was, it was really cool. And, and I was telling job? her, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was telling her that when I first got my job at Disney a million years ago, I called on the phone to see what jobs were available. And then I mailed in a copy of my resume on professional buff colored paper and then went and got an, you know, got an interview. And then when I left Disney, you know, we're streaming media to the, you know, internet and all that shit. We, they invented cell phones that people had all the time, not just to, you know, make one emergency call. We went wow. from pagers to phones while I was there, you know? Yeah. And what um, I did with my pager. We should get that. We should get that back out. We should all get pagers. Mm. The ones that we can like see, where you can see the number. Like, you know, oh, I just love call, that. call back and say, what the hell's going on? There was, I was going to, I was going to ask you, Danny, I was, I was thinking about it while I was think. what do we need jobs for? I mean, we need to, we need to make money. We need to, you know, pay our bills, you know, buy food and that kind of thing. But do we need to actually work? for somebody or could we just work and earn money so like you and i have worked for people for a long time kelly works has for i mean kelly you probably haven't worked for people since you waited tables right well, well we when i was acting i was working for people right no but i mean you're 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 kind of an independent thing you would you would get that acting job and when that acting job yeah. ended yeah. you would go get another so you're, right, you're kind right. of like kelly the actor hire me for yeah. Yeah, you're self-employed. You're self-employed. Now I am, yeah. But 1997 would have been my last as an employee. Getting a W two and stuff like that. Right, right. I was waiting tables there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, I'm just thinking like as I get older and I, you know, and I and I think about this idea of I have a lot to offer, even though I'm of advanced age and you know all this kind of shit. And I think yeah, maybe I, maybe I would be bored working. And I don't mind doing work and I don't mind, you know, I like helping people and that kind of thing. But like, if I, if you gave me an office and a cube and a monitor and a phone, and I was just supposed to sit there all damn day. And then when it got dark, I could leave and go home and all that kind of stuff. That's maybe that's not what I need to do. I need to go into a place that, you know, makes cartoons or sells furniture or, you know, I talked to a guy last week that was, uh, they made medical kits, you know, things you spit in and pee in and stuff and get different tests and, needed help with that. And if I did those kind of things, like, a, you know, you just have a little six week or three month fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm learning something. I'm living somewhere else. This is exciting. And then I go I, home I would, take a month yeah. off. Yeah. I would prefer that kind of a job than being in the cubicle. I think. Yeah. That, I mean, does, I, that just sounds 
Well, the cubicle is It'd be very just, hard. Yeah, it just sucks the life out of you. I would mm. think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not only does it suck the life, but my question is, what am I, you know, going back to your initial question, what am I getting out of that? And don't tell me a check, you know, because you're getting money wherever yeah. you, you know. But you what mean, am what I, are you getting out of the out of your cubicle job or what are you getting yes. out of your yes? What are well, you getting? You know what you're getting, you're getting some of your some of your fears taken away, but then you've also got these other fears. Like, so for you, you've worked in the same job for a long time. They've paid your healthcare. They, you've got a 401k, you know, you get a W2, you, you know, that enables right. you to get loans and all that kind of stuff. But then you're also like, Oh shit, what if I get laid off? And like, I know people that work at Disney now I haven't, I haven't worked at Disney in what, 12 years, wow. 13 years. I know people that have regularly, been worried on Fridays that they're going to get laid off and they haven't yet, but they still have this fear because there's no, there's absolutely no, you know, security or anything anymore. Like, you know, will you mm -hmm. work overtime for us? Will you fix these things? Will you, you know, do all this stuff? Great. We're going to fire your ass because the stock market went down and we need to show our shareholders that we're not, you know, jokes. Hey, John, have you ever looked at, you know, your, at yourself and, your experience, your abilities, your knowledge and everything. And look, and, and I just thought of this, you, you get a, a piece of paper out and you got a line and you say, okay, I know that I, I know this, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was thinking about this the other, yesterday and I'll tell you why guys, but that is worth what, how much money is that skill, knowledge, experience actually worth? That one thing, that one line item, right? What would that be worth in the marketplace? Then you go down to the next thing, right? And it doesn't all have to be related to your you know, experience at Disney or whatever, this could be anything. This could be your, you know, a hobby or, a, you know, or, or not a vocation, but an avocation or whatever, you know, something like, for example, you, you know, you play bass, right? Obviously you don't make money at it. Right. But that's, that's a skill. A, that's set. worth a $3. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that, but to whom is that worth $3 too? And are you serious about that? Could you teach some little high schooler who goes, you know, I want to learn how to play bass, right? But I don't want to spend a lot of money. And I know that you, you know, aren't going to sit there and go, well, this is, we're going to talk about the theory of music, you know, all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But there is, an, there is a value to that, right? And I'm wondering if you just sit down there and put a list of things that you like to do, that you can do, what is your dollar value? I don't know. I don't know how I could figure it out because it's, I, I think your dollar value is based in market. So yeah, well, the market forces are, are what you could generate because I know people that are not good at so many things and they get paid a ton of money because of something, something they're doing, you know, they've been somewhere a long time and, and they, or it's just a perception. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it is totally a perception, but I know guys that regularly fire people that get things done and then they tell their bosses, well, you can't fire me because look, everybody's been fired and I'm the only one here that knows what's going on. You know, those kind of things. And they're evil sons of bitches and they're still doing what they're doing. And, but they don't, but they don't have any real skill and value. And then I know people that are actively kept down as employees, you know, people that, yeah. that I've worked with that are great and they should be running so many decision-making things, but they're not for a variety of reasons. And, you know, we're, we're all terrified of just quitting our job because you got to go find another job. You know, nobody, nobody like gets insulted at work anymore and goes, well, I'm, I'm leaving. Right. They're all like, rum, rum, rum. grumble, grumble, please give me my paycheck because I need mm. to, you know, make a house payment or a car payment or whatever. So, but I, but I was thinking like, I, yeah. And to answer that, I don't think that I could write a list of all the things I know and say this, this thing is worth $2. This thing is worth $200,000. I don't, I don't know how I would figure that out, but I think personally I have a lot of value and knowledge and blah, blah, blah. And it's just kind of marketing myself to the right people to say, you should pay me a ton of money for this versus, you know, I will um, sweep floors at your restaurant right. for $3 an hour, you know, that right. kind of thing. Kelly, what about you in that respect? I mean, you know, you have a skill set, a bunch of skill sets, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, do you, you know, I think we've talked about this in the past, like, well, Kelly, why don't you 
take on more clients? Why don't you right. take on, why don't you raise your prices because, or why don't you lower your prices and take on more clients or, you know, or, you know, mm -hmm. forgetting about the dollar value, right? Cause you, yeah, do, yeah. you do make money, but at this point, do you really need to make that money? You want to make that money, but it's not like, Oh shoot, you know, family's not going to eat, you know, they're going to take my house away. Yeah. If I don't, I've, I've learned this about myself since I was like 16. If I don't work, I, I, I can't, it's really hard to live with myself. I, I, I just, I, I don't like that feeling of I'm not doing anything, you know? Right. But so that when I'm finished my work day, I, I've earned that glass of wine at the end or whatever, you know, I, I, right. I, I don't, I, but if I'm just sitting around all day because I don't want to work, just feel awful. No. Okay. Let's say though, so it doesn't matter how much I'm making. If you okay, know what I mean. Good. Then that brings us yeah. back to the whole thing. You're like, okay, your business goes away for whatever reason. Your skill uh -huh. set is not needed. Are yeah. you going to go get that job? Other job? Are you going to go get that job that waiting tables again? Are you not at this age? No, but I, 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 what are you going to do then? If somebody takes that away or, you know, oh, or then I or, try to write something, I suppose, or something. I don't yeah, know. But it, but does that bring you? To, I think old that, truck, old truck repair. He would just open up a little. Uh, you have to know what you're doing. Shade, shade tree shop. Yeah, like uh, back back all that in here. Uh, you know, literally under the shade of the tree in my backyard, and yeah, I'll I'll have that. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah, have that. Are you going to uh, find reward line in put in in three months? Yeah, but are you going to find one financial you know compensation for that, and also are you going to get rewarded personally? Like you know, it's not sitting in a cubicle, but are you going to go yeah. okay? I've worked on this truck or I've done with something else. This really sucks. You know, I'm not getting, I'm not being fulfilled. Right. Cause you've managed I, to still be fulfilled on your current job. Yeah. What are you laughing at John? I don't, I don't last day. When's the last time you were fulfilled at your damn job? <laughs> You're talking about talking about, I feel fulfilled. Like today I prepared three reports and uh -huh. made, a, made a PowerPoint that I worked on all weekend. No, I don't do PowerPoint. And uh, people, people didn't like it. Oh, I did, see things. I did PowerPoints and Excel spreadsheets and, you know, worked overtime and it didn't mean anything. It's all. What it's do you mean? It didn't mean anything like the, the company, obviously the last not company, fulfilling. No, you know what? The last company I worked for should have closed. Okay. Right. I mean, they, they were in trouble. This bigger company bought them. The bigger company was a worse company. And so I'm working there and they're like, this is, this is what we're going to do. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a dumb idea. You know, I don't have an, I don't have really? an MBA. I'm not a CEO. I, you know, I'm not worth yeah. millions. I don't live in some country with a weird accent and all that kind of stuff, but damn, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> and you know what? I, I was right again. <laughs> really? You know, uh, what I people, don't think you people yeah. want not that. Whatever that is, nobody wants that. Turn that off. I think in the tra traditional understanding of the word retirement, like we all know that we know that our dad, my dad retired at an age, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to be good at that. I don't think I could do that. I think because I kind of live that way now. That. Yeah, people yeah. struggle with that. Yeah. Some, some people are great. They can't wait to retire, and it's going to feel good, and and they and they enjoy it, and it works. Yeah, but you know what? You I, don't, I'd be. You don't I'm go, not going to. I can't do. But that. you don't go anywhere. I think if you went places, uh, you'd be happier. Maybe. If you said, maybe. "Hey, family, let's go to Santorini," you know, let's let's enjoy the Greek Isles all summer. You could you could have a nice time, but to say, "I'm not oh, going," you know, "Fuck, I'm going to walk down Why? to the bar at the end of the street and have some fried chickpeas again." I mean, you know, that, but John, little... this is what makes me happy. I don't know why. <laughs> It does. Right. Well, then there you then your success. Then there, that to me is. And I'm almost, and I feel like I have enough money. I can do that. Go to that pub and have my chickpeas anytime I want. And not worry about it. So I feel like like you're successful. I'm I'm already retired and I've succeeded. <laughs> it's how sad. <laughs> no, it's not. No. I plan for my retirement. I can buy one beer a day. Well, if that's what makes you happy, then I'm going to splurge. I'm going to splurge. I'm going to have fulfilled though, because you got me back going on this whole fulfillment Roy, thing. I want the sausage, not the not the garbanzo beans today. Mm. <laughs> Shit. Now, see, you're talking about that. Now, I want those, but see, I I don't I don't know. That's a good question, John. I can't tell you. Last time I was fulfilled, you know, by my job. I mean, I think you find enough distractions. I don't think I don't think jobs fulfill you. I think I think that jobs um, you trade your time for money. You know, right. and, and Kelly, maybe you trade, you trade your time for 
enjoyment. Like, you know, somebody comes in, you, you put them on tape, that kind of stuff yes. and you, and you enjoy it and you do good work. And they're like, wow, I look beautiful. Can I, can I record a little thing for your friends, you know, to pass around mm -hmm. secretly? Yeah, this was great. Right. You get, yeah. you get some enjoyment out of that. I, but I think, yes, but I think like when I go into a cube and sit there, and work on a damn PowerPoint presentation about some bullshit. It's like, yep, I'm sitting here and doing that so that I can get some money so that I can pay for this other thing that I want to do when I get the hell out of here. And is anybody looking? Because I'm going to Google that right now. But you know, you know what? Fulfill okay, let me ask you then, John. When was the last time you were fulfilled? Like maybe when you, you're like you've written a couple novels or you're. you're oh, yeah, I get, I get tons of fulfillment yeah. outside of the office. Well, like, yeah, I, that, I that's love all to us. go. I yeah, love to go yeah. fishing. I've written a book. I just, I, this weekend, I'm going to publish that book that uh, my dad and brother and I are writing the hundred things men need to know. I'm going to, yep. I think I'm going to put it on the uh, like eBooks and stuff or maybe either 99 cents or $1.99. That's all. Yeah. Why don't you charge 25 bucks? Well, cause it's, you pay it's a it? toy, it's a toilet book, <laughs> Kelly. You just, you just oh. sit there and just read it on your phone. It's a hundred pages long. It's a hundred things okay. it's not like well, a page it's not like Five. my other books where i where i pay where i you know would sell it for several dollars and and, and i think you know what i'm gonna have the same readership about four <laughs> yeah so when i'm dead people will go this is one of the most brilliant writers of our time but it that's looks, right it looks from from the results it looks like only about six people ever bought and a books. whole hmm. group of constipated people will never get that opportunity <laughs> Yeah, you know what? But you read the, you read this on the can. It will be a lot better than scrolling the your news feed. Sure. Well, I don't know about. That. I should put that I, on the cover. <laughs> this is better than scrolling your news feed. Uh, my can. birthday's coming up in a couple months. I, if if you publish it, I, if you, I would love one of those, John. All right, I'll get you. I'll get you. Oh, you know, I should just I should just oh. order you copies of my entire literary collection. <laughs> your catalog. All three books. Yeah. I think you should, you should sell your catalog to mm, Sony. Right. Oh, well, see, I was here. I was talking to this woman, you know, all leather bound about the, about the wipe job and she, she used to make Hallmark <laughs> movies and I'm like, should I tell her about my awesome script idea? No, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay. No, no, But, uh, she used to make Hallmark movies. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah, I know this person? No, no, oh, I don't okay. think anybody knows her, but she, she's like a creative and now she's doing business mm -hmm. stuff and she's yeah. really cool. And I, and I liked her, but it's like, uh, you know, we, the thing we were talking about is how people have these terrible, terrible ideas and they don't see it, you know, like, they don't see what, what do you mean? That, that we're going to get all this venture capital money and we're going to do this and that and whatever. And then hang on. No, nobody wants this. Or she was telling me a story about a, about a series that they made, you know, some, some cable network made a, made a series and then they were going to sell it to Netflix because they didn't really have enough money to, to do it right on their little cable network. Yeah. And so then she was like, okay, it's going to be a hit because it's a great show. And then when it takes off, we can premiere season two on our network and people, you know, people watch it and they're like, no, we're not going to do that because you know, what we really need to do is leverage all the things we already have and drive more eyeballs to our platform. And she's like, nobody's, nobody's watching that channel anymore. Nobody, nobody cares. Right, right. And everybody's watching Netflix. So my idea is you leverage Netflix to get more people to watch your channel. But your idea is let's replay a bunch of shit we replayed last year. And right. um, so she said, I'm out. And that was a smart move. Get the hell out of there. Yeah. Yeah. So whole, I get, wow. I get fulfillment to, you know, I think I get fulfillment doing all kinds of stuff. I don't get money for it, but I get fulfillment, baby. Yeah. That's, you know, but then I'm sitting there going, okay, what, what is fulfillment? And then what else do I need besides, or along with that fulfillment? Other well, you than need money, you need money, you need fulfillment. And I think the other thing you need is uh, free time. Well, you know, and another thing I'm sitting here thinking and, you know, fulfillment to me, a lot of time is tied around people, right? And that's another big component because that's, you know, I can sit here and say, I really get a lot of fulfillment out when I'm doing gardening or whatever, but that's an isolated, you know, thing, you know, and if I was making money doing that, I'm still isolated. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I may have customers yeah. or whatever, but then that 
is a fulfillment a task yeah, you or need whatever. you need you need people around you yeah, yeah. and um, that's that's the trouble because you know going back to I, I i wasn't fulfilled by my job i'm still not i'm fulfilled by working with the people that i work with some mm -hmm. are assholes but even that because then you can fuck with them or whatever but which is a kind of a fun thing too but there is that dichotomy of you know yes i i i I have a job to do, which is not exciting, but then also I have around these people, right. That are exciting. And there is that kind of banter or play or, or, yeah. you know, that's, I think that's, I think that's valid. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great read on it. You're the kind of person that needs to be around people. You get energy from interacting with people, yeah. old and new, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, because I see when you do your fishing, right? Okay. I see you make your invention and nice and like, you know, and I'm sitting here going, that is friggin' cool. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, and then you go fish and I'm going, I would not get fulfillment out of that. Right. I understand the, the you know, yeah. you know, the tinkering part. I'm like, that's really cool. Cause I always tinker with doing something mm -hmm. else, but mm -hmm. you know, I don't have the need for that. I may have the need for something else, you know, building a friggin' safe house for my tomatoes, to keep the rats out or whatever. But you know, so where does that, okay, that fulfillment goes, takes me to a certain point. Then where do I go next to get other fulfillment, whether it's going down to the little corner bar and having, you know, the fried chickpeas or whatever, or, you know, this podcast or, you know, well, something well, let else. Let me ask you that, that rat, I think that rat cage thing is a great idea. So you have tomato plants, you don't want the rats to eat them. So you've built this really well-constructed thing to keep rats out so that you can go in and, you know, water your tomatoes and pick them and that kind of stuff. So right. that's kind of like what I did with my fishing station, right? I, I, there was a need. I wanted to have some more stuff down by the edge of the water when I was fishing. So, you know, I made this thing and that was great. And then when I made some more of them, then I was like, Oh, I I've, I'm doing something. There's some, you know, there's some energy behind it. So if you like, you made five of those, identical rat cages mm -hmm. and you just put you know on facebook hey anybody anybody want to buy a tomato cage for 200 bucks well it's funny because you mentioned that because my son was you know talking to somebody at his job he works at yeah. a nursery garden place or whatever and he was telling them about this and they're going well give me his number i want to hire him to come you know my son talks to this person they say well i want to hire him so my son says i don't think i can do that for my job because he can't go and solicit work for you know and i said he asked me and i said oh i don't know if i wouldn't want to do that or not and this brings me to both of you wait wait, have, what, do you, wait what do you mean solicit like i'm your, lost yeah your your current job won't let you no no make tomato cages no my son's job if it got back to his boss that Oh, he's telling somebody, customers somebody that was with somebody that was doing. Okay. I thought right. it was the, the he, he was a little nervous was about saying that because what if the customer goes to the and says this salesperson, this girl, you know, this, whatever guy, he's trying to solicit his dad to build this. And, yeah, and then, yeah. it, you know, it's like, it's associated with his job or whatever, but anyway, you know, but I can figure that out. What, but both of you have qualities that I don't in regards to what you're good at or what, you know, um, no, no, that's not it. Um, but you both have an entrepreneurial spirit in some way. Yeah, you do. You do, John. Cause you're John, come on. You're sitting there. Yes. You're tinkering. You're making this thing, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, if I make 10 of these and I sell, if I make a hundred and I make $10, that's blah, blah, blah. And same thing with you, Kelly, you could go off and make movies. You've been shooting photography for years, right? And mm -hmm. doing videos, right? He but, loves making movies. Right. But here's, you've found a skill, uh, fulfillment and enjoyment, right. whatever. And going, you know what? There's a need for this. I'm going to do this. I don't approach anything like there's a need. It's I'm, I'm too... I don't know. I'm, I'm either. Really? Not yeah. I'm not confident or I don't think like that. I just don't think entrepreneurial. Like, I don't think, well, you know, I've got this ability and John, you've even said this, like, why don't you go, you should go open and do a class at the LA film school and talk about the industry and all that stuff. And I'm like, yes, I still think you should. And I'm like, why the hell would I do that? What do I, you know, cause I don't see it as, a marketable entrepreneurial skill set. That's the hard, like, that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing about all of that is believing in yourself that you could do it because I have no thought that 
at the end of one semester, you would be voted the most awesome instructor the New York Film Academy ever had, period. And you, mm-hmm. you absolutely don't see it and don't believe it, but I, by God, I know I'm right. And, you know, it's the same thing like, uh, you know, like those tomato cages. I know that you could build seven of those in your backyard and sell them for whatever you wanted to yeah, anybody. To, make them. Yeah. And you, you know, just say, Hey, for another hundred bucks, I'll drive it out to your, to your house and put it in your backyard, grandma, you know, those yeah. kind of things t- t- totally would work. And you're like, well, I got to buy the wood. I got to do the thing. But they That's actually the sell these things too. That's what I don't understand. I've seen these for sale, right? But I I don't think they work because they use chicken wire, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, yeah. So yours, yeah, yours are better. And yours are yours are made in the United States. Yours mm-hmm. are, you know, you could you could probably design them to be custom make them so custom make them, but also like you could put them together on like, you know, just screw these screws in the hinges or the yeah. brackets or whatever, and you know. You can transport them flat and then stand them up pretty easy. There's all kinds use, of stuff. Use IKEA's uh, protocol for how they do it. You know. Yeah. You just, you, yeah. Weird. Easy to and assemble and yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. But let me ask you. Um, the only thing, but I, you know, I know what you're saying, Danny, and and John, like you, you say, Danny should do that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, go and speak at at a film school and stuff. The 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 thing is, it's not just. Uh, you know, you don't just show up. You got to sort of come up with a curriculum like a teacher does mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's, 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 yeah, there's but a lot you know to what? it, you I could, think. But you, I don't think you have to show up on day one with, I have a semester's worth of classes. I'm going to be a professor. Really? Yeah. I think you start off as a guest speaker. You start off doing a seminar. You start off doing, yeah. you know, I've got a, this, uh, there are two, two days you sign up, you know, you're a, you're a rich kid from China and your dad sent you over here to be a movie maker or whatever. I'm going to tell you all the stuff that nobody's telling you, or I'm going to tell you how to get around all the barriers that you never thought mm-hmm. of. Well, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, because the thing is people pay the most for the thing that's easiest for you to do. So like Kelly, if you said that's, I'm going to teach a, a one day seminar on lighting a subject, okay. which is a technical skill. Right. So, yeah. I mean, and you also be like, oh, well, there's Gunter Fabernaver, who's the award winning lighter for all the movies that I've ever enjoyed. Why would I say that I could do it when I'm not Gunter Fabernaver? And I'm making that, that is my question. Yeah. And that's bullshit, man. You do a great job of it, at it. You'd be like, hey, well, also anybody ever Gun- have a light in their hand? Come on over Gunter here. Gunter isn't doing it. And Gunter isn't down the street. That's the other thing is like, yeah, you, I can read Gunter's book about lighting. Right. Yeah. You know who the you know who the best person on stage is teaching that? The one that's on stage teaching that. Yeah. You get up there and you say, Hi, my name's Kelly. These are lights. I want one of you to come up here and sit down. Right. And then you just have some people light and say, Do give me give me your best lighting there, Ted. Ted And Ted, you're saying that's it. where you make money. Yeah. Because, because it, you, you said but you said something interesting, John. It was almost like a bumper sticker. You said people <laughs> pay pay you for what you for pay you for what comes easy to you. Is something like that? Yeah, yeah. People people pay the most for the thing that comes easiest to you. You don't see it as having any value at all because it's just in your DNA. Right? Yes. And other people are like, holy shit. How many times have you, Kelly, told me that an actor goes to you know, audition. And then someone says, what the fuck did Michelangelo light you? Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Um, yeah. Um, maybe you don't want to teach that skill. Maybe it's, maybe I've actually it's felt guilty about it sometimes. Yes. <clears throat> in a way, because I, I, you know, if I, well, if I charge 75 bucks, right. Mm-hmm. And I feel a little guilty, li- little guilty, just a, like, like, because oh, it's an actor and it might be having a hard time. And, and, and this is, easy as shit to me to do this and it's and i think well it's like i've hardly worked to to earn that 75 bucks now if someone is a heart surgeon and it's easy to them no i think they've earned the 75 bucks maybe 90 bucks that's that's because it's that's because it's not you right i mean do you i see what you mean yeah i know begrudge actor a for making 10 million dollars you know more than actor b for making five million dollars i mean they're they're acting right i mean it's you know yeah yeah i see what you mean that kind of thing 
I think so. that you're, 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 that's a great way to, you know, people are willing to pay money for what comes easy to you. I, I never think, thought of that, but you were, yeah. And, yeah. and some you're, 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 you're definitely, a, yeah. you are definitely the living example of that, Cal. I mean, you really are, you know, and so you should still be charging more shit. Come on. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but then, LA, nobody does anything for 75 bucks. Yeah. But, but John, you've you obviously just, never driven down Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. But John, <laughs> once, um, but you know, you, you just, but he can't do that because he's already feeling guilty at $75. Yeah, exactly. How you bump I- <laughs> that up to a hundred. He's going to be in a corner going, I'm a fucking loser. I'm just taking advantage of these poor kids. Here, you you stop, but stop, stop working with the poor kids and get the, get the rich kids in jack up the jack up the prices and i don't know maybe offer them snacks while they wait <laughs> well that's what it is rice crispy treats with your 7500 your 100 no i mean snacks taping. snacks that are like really good right before you act maybe a rice crispy treat you like you know don't give them <laughs> too, don't give them a spinach much. roll or no, bro- no. broccoli florets or anything yeah, like that for the teeth. <laughs> oh, okay i'll see i could start throwing in i'll make them an espresso or something you know oh, yeah and, and, oh. now i don't feel guilty well, yeah. you, know, you you have a Nespresso, not a bad idea. Have a Nespresso machine out yeah. in the in the lobby where people are waiting. Yeah, and um, you know, just an extension cord and all, and then a little bowl and put like a five dollar bill in it, and people will be like, "Oh, this is good. Okay, here's a, I'll give them a five. Or I have only no, got a ten here. There you go." I think they would go, "You dick," or they'll take the five. That's what I would do. <laughs> take the five. I need to oh, eat look. after this. He's taking oh, fucking actors, man. Yeah, you know. The, <laughs> The one guy used to give mints. He's given $5 bills. This is great. I'm coming back to him. Yeah, I'm coming back to he Shitty tapes. I don't care. You know, uh, the thing, little, the I'll thing, put a little bowl of mints and say, my customers are worth a mint. You know what, Danny? <laughs> the thing Kelly needs to do is to get like in Variety or one of those magazines or some online something about what he's doing. You know, not, not to pitch, hey, everybody, give me a call at so-and-so to, you know, book a time, but just talk about how good he is at what he does. And then just have that just blow up, you know, totally oh. spill the beans on what's his real name, who, who he is and all that. And kind don't of stuff. give notes of how I do it. That's another thing I don't know. Yeah. No, well, yeah, maybe you don't, but well, I mean, first of just, all, somebody would, some, some com- competitor would pretend to be an actor or something to yeah. try to see what you're doing. Second of all, too, don't you think that, and I, and I know I would be guilty of this. If I know I go somewhere that does something really well, I keep it to myself because I'm because I don't want my competition. Uh, well, yeah, but I you mean, know, your, and your I competition I, is your competition is this is a word of mouth thing. It's not like someone's going to say, hey, I mm-hmm. I ripped off his lighting technique. Come to me. I'm charging 70 bucks an hour. I mean, there's somebody somebody's charging more. Somebody's charging less. He yeah. Kelly gets who he gets because of what he does. But I'm just thinking like. Let's get him, a, you know, an article on uh, Variety.com, and people will be like, "Holy shit! Look at this!" I yeah, need but you why? To, what? What is it? What does it get? Because he's gonna, he's gonna do. Um, I, I don't want to work that hard though. Too. Disney's See? River Cruise two. Yeah. Yeah, but the then, rock. He just, then, like you just said, he doesn't want to work that hard. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be any happier if I was doing okay, twelve what if you, people what a if day. You just, what if you just You'd did be sadder? An, actually, what if you, you just did an interview yeah. and people celebrated you, and that was the end of it? He said, no, no, I'm not giving you my phone number. Jesus, you can talk about who I am, but don't tell anybody. Well, what's, what's, well, then why do it? I don't yeah, why do it? It's because it would be fun for me. <laughs> oh, well, then let me call Variety. Hold on. No, well, listen, Danny, I don't want to do want this. I Danny to call Variety. He's oh, called Danny's, <laughs> no, Danny's yeah, sure. got a subscription. Yeah. He could, he's got the number. Hey, uh, Brian, <laughs> hey, hey, Brian, this is Danny. Listen, my friend John oh, wait, I'm wants sorry, to this live is, vicariously this is Danny. through my friend I'm a, Kelly. I'm customer number 116413. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got you my know me. It's up to date. Okay, thank I you. Get yes, a, sir, go I ahead. get 100 copies yeah. of, of Variety from you. I think I'm due for something here. Yes. My friend Kelly doesn't want to do We need a little friend. quid pro quo, some bitches. Yeah. Um, are you wanting a free variety, John? Because if you need a free variety, I will get you some free varieties. All right. No, you know, I'm I was always kind of more of a Hollywood reporter man than variety. I like the oh, yeah. I like the size of it better. I like yeah. the font. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I like the font better. You know. I like that red line at the top. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Really? Do they still do the Hollywood reporter? They still, yeah. they are not dailies anymore. They are weeklies. But now oh. this, this time of day, this time of year. 
every one of them, both Variety and Hollywood Reporter, they weigh so much paper because they do advertisements or award season specials. Mm -hmm. So every day you've got this, you know, so it's all it is is ads, you know, putting the, you know, they put in Will Smith on for your consideration. Yeah, exactly. And all it is is just tons, shit tons of ads, but it comes in every day. So, you know, so now you've got, I've got the weeklies that come whatever Tuesdays or Thursdays, whatever. And then you've got 150 of just pure glossy ads and maybe one little article on Olivia Coleman again, you know, Mm. I mean, it's like, see, that's like, why bother? I don't even want to read that then. No, it's just a waste. I don't like Olivia Coleman. Do you think she listens to this? Yes. I'll ask her. I don't know. She's a client of mine. She does listen to it. Okay. Oh, Oh, wow. So the, you're going to yeah. be charging her more than a hundred bucks because you know what? The woman's winning awards after awards. I think she should pay a little bit. Oh yeah. What if you had, what if you had a tier structure? Like if you're really poor, you pay 75 bucks. If you have been nominated for one of the following things, you know, you're a hundred bucks. If you have been, you know, uh, yeah. Keep going. I've got the answer. Yeah. Then you get 300 bucks. Yeah, if somebody's going to, because they're that big of a deal and they can afford 300 bucks, they're not coming to me. You know what I mean? Well, the person that's paying 75, uh, what, 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 do you, what do I get with 75? You get a camera. What about the lights? That's going to cost you 150. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just, you know, that's what it is. You just, just turn on the camera and go, there you go. Olivia and Coleman's coming in. Isn't, isn't I gotta, it kind of dark? I got to save my well, lights for Olivia Coleman. Smile bigger. <laughs> If you want, if you want uh, my brilliant reading off camera for you, that's an extra 20 cents. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm that good. Or you, or you train the dogs, you know, for $75, I won't read lines. The dogs will just bark for your cue. Yeah. Oh, wait, you, want, you want the dogs to stop barking? That'll be 20 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God, we can make so much mystery. money with your business, Kelly. If we just had somebody that knew what the hell they were doing. Uh, all right. Well, I got to figure out what my fulfillment is now because this has really picked me up. I mean, just one more fucking example of why my life. All right, I want I want to see you uh, get some plans to make a bunch of those cages, and we'll we'll go down to your to your son's business and say I'm going to sell these here, and you just put them out on display. I, you know what? I know. I wonder if they'll let me put a card, like or a flyer. Hey, you know, custom made tomato safe houses or you know vegetable or or you know yeah can't afford you know, that, green. that that kid that did the uh, graphic design for me for my business yeah we know he does a damn good job you should have him make your card for you oh, oh yeah man. yeah no it's to- totally worth it i probably should make a couple more just to have examples of somebody's gonna be like well what have you done and no you should point. make a couple more because i'm gonna sell them later that afternoon <laughs> and now is the time i mean we're at springtime People are putting in their tomatoes tomorrow. They're getting excited about it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yep. going a bad idea. Going down that's to Lowe's today. I've got to. Uh, I got to have band practice here in a little bit. So. Oh, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, okay. fellas. I guess this is this is goodbye. All right. See you later. Have a good All right. rest of your week. Danny, get to work on those cages, Mister. Got it. That's what I got to do. All right. Good plan. Right. See you guys. You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before.